Hi there, I'm Austin Hopkins. And I'm Haley Robinson. And this is the Wild Idaho Podcast, coming to you from the Idaho Conservation League. The Idaho Conservation League is Idaho's leading voice for conservation, protecting the air you breathe, the water you drink, and the land you love. Each month, we'll be exploring a new topic or current event that impacts the environment in Idaho. Join us to learn about the work that we're doing and how you can get involved. Thanks for listening. Welcome back, everyone, to the Wild Idaho Podcast. I'm Austin Hopkins, joined, as always, by Haley Robinson. Hello, listeners. And we're doing things a little different today, uh, and Haley's going to give us some, uh, kind of explain what's going on. Yeah, um, we're doing a bonus episode this month. Yay, um, bonus! Bonus! Uh, we're very excited about it, so I'm sure, as most of you listeners know, the Idaho legislature is in session right now. And um, ICL has uh, spent many years being your voice for conservation in the Idaho State House. Um, our government relations director, Jonathan Oppenheimer, has been working on a lot of cool stuff over there. Uh, cool stuff, a lot of stuff, a lot, a lot of, of scary stuff. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff, bad stuff. Good stuff, bad stuff, a whole mixed bag. Um, and you can see updates about that on our website, but we also um, have a legislative intern this winter who's been helping out um, Op with a lot of his work. Her name is Allie Olson, and she had the great idea to do a bonus episode podcast uh, where she talks to Op about the different work that he's been doing over the last month or two. Um, and kind of what's coming down the pipe and how you can get involved. So um, without further ado, Allie will take over the rest of this episode and you'll hear her conversation with Op. Hi there, this is Allison Olson. I'm ICL's legislative intern for the 2019 legislative session. I'm sitting here with Jonathan Oppenheimer, the government relations director, and we're going to go over some bills that are happening in the session. Jonathan, would you mind giving us... Sure. Well, you know, every year in the Idaho legislature, one of the things that we keep a close eye on are bills related to public lands and wilderness uh, areas and, and how those lands are managed. They're really important. The public lands that we have in Idaho are very important to our members. And so it's one of the things that we watch really closely. And, and we often see bills coming through, being proposed and working their way through the process that in some way undermine some of the progress that collaborative efforts are having around the state or uh, would seek to, to um, potentially sell off some of those public lands or, uh, or in other ways limit how we use and, and protect some of those public lands. So it's one of the things that we keep a close eye on and, and much like other sessions that we've seen in prior years, we are seeing a number of measures coming through and working their way through the process um, that would affect some of those some of those values that we share here at the Idaho Conservation League with our members. Perfect. Interesting. Um, sounds like a lot is going on. Are there any bills in particular that you want our members or our listeners to pay attention to? Or yeah, there there are there are three that we're watching very closely. Uh, they all came across the House floor this week. Uh, and the first one that I wanted to touch base on, and it's really the highest priority, is House Bill 162 that was proposed by Representative Judy Boyle. Um, and that one would essentially establish a permanent federal lands council that would have the ability to engage in negotiation relative to contracts and agreements between the state and uh, the federal government. And so uh, that's one that we have some concern with in part because it would allow this, this council to hire outside uh, legal, uh, legal counsel or lawyers. Um, and despite the fact that the bill hadn't passed out a committee, hadn't passed uh, the legislature, 
hadn't been signed into law by the governor and, and hadn't had uh, any members appointed to it or hadn't had a single vote of the council, somehow the sponsor of the bill knew what the lawyer, uh, who the lawyer was that they were going to hire, which um, really raises some serious questions that we have that, that, um, that this is a lot further along than, than some would think and, and really does represent a threat because um, it would provide a, a basically a blank check to this council uh, to hire outside lawyers when we've got an attorney general who's quite familiar with the law and, and who has been elected several times. Um, and it's just, uh, it raises some concerns. And, and the sponsors of this bill uh, are folks that have been uh, aligned with the Bundys um, and have uh, been very vocal supporters of the whole public lands takeover movement. So we are very concerned that this is uh, just going to be another uh, kind of zombie committee rising from the dead. Because a couple of years ago, we had a committee that was looking at federal lands management issues and, and was kind of designed with, uh, with a predetermined outcome of we're going to demand that the federal government turn over all uh, 30 plus million acres of, of public lands in the state. And so uh, we are very concerned that this is just uh, a kind of exhuming that committee from the dead, uh, bringing it back to life. And, and it wouldn't be an interim committee like that last one was. This one would be a permanent council and could really uh, potentially interfere with some negotiations and discussions that they have at the Idaho Department of Lands and the Land Board, uh, Idaho Parks and Rec Commission, the Fish and Game Commission, many of those uh, different boards and commissions have the authority to engage in agreements, whether it's MOUs with the federal government or or other uh, contracts with the federal government, and that this would uh, interfere with the the ability of those agencies to act independently. So some some concerns, both from kind of a constitutional perspective, as well as from a, a perspective of uh, there are better ways that we could spend our time and money than than arguing over public lands takeover. Yeah, absolutely. Just to reiterate, there are collaborative effort, efforts already going on between these state agencies, the federal government, and the public. So this Federal Lands Council wouldn't really help those collaboration efforts. Right, right. And, and you know, aside from the efforts, you know, that are ongoing, like the Good Neighbor Authority and the Shared Stewardship Agreement and other programs that uh, are in place now uh, between the state and the federal government relative to land management, there are also a lot of collaborative efforts that are making a lot of progress on issues, uh, you know, from Bonners Ferry down to uh, Southeast Idaho and the Caribou Forest Initiative and, um, and other efforts across the state in the Oahis and in the Clearwater and the Payette. Almost every single national forest has a local collaborative effort. Uh, and the concern is, is that this Federal Lands Council is, is really seeking to undermine the progress that those collaborators are making and uh, would represent a threat. So uh, it really would have some pretty significant powers to uh, direct staff at state agencies, uh, which is really supposed to be a job of the executive branch uh, under the direction of the governor. And so, um, again, some concerns about about this one from a number of different perspectives and, and something that we're hoping uh, is going to receive some very strong scrutiny in the Senate. Uh, and so what that brings me to is that we do have uh, a take action on this bill that's live on our website. 
Uh, you can find it through either Facebook or our web's website at idahoconservation.org, uh, where you can very easily uh, send an email to members of the Senate. And as it moves through the process, we will um, switch that over to, to encourage folks to contact their own individual members of the Senate uh, who will be voting on this presumably sometime in the next couple weeks. So. Well, thank you. We will be sure to go and take action. Can you, is there any other uh, things that the House saw this past week that kind of undermine or override that collaboration mm -hmm. effort? Yeah, so there are a couple of other bills that uh, are actually memorials that were considered and approved by the House this week. Uh, the first one that I'll talk about is House Joint Memorial 5. Uh, that one was brought forward by the Idaho Association of Counties, and that one basically said that um, in the event that um, that there are lands uh, in a county that are purchased by the federal government, so in some cases the Forest Service uh, or the BLM will seek to acquire certain lands uh, for for specific purposes. If they if it makes their land management easier or maybe for conservation value, it's always a, a willing seller type uh, scenario where you've got a a local landowner who it's really in his or her best interest to sell these lands uh, to the federal government. And uh, what this uh, memorial would do is it would, it's, it's, it would call on Congress to pass legislation that would require that if any lands are sold, um, that equivalent uh, lands would also be required to be sold from the county uh, of an equivalent market value. So if you sold uh, you know, a, a $50,000 parcel uh, in a certain county, the legislature is asking Congress to pass a law um, through the U.S. Congress that would um, require uh, the Forest Service or BLM to um, dispose of lands in that county of an equivalent value. And this is something that could impact not just Forest Service or BLM lands, but it could affect, um, you know, Air Force or, or other military bases. It could impact, um, you know, dams or, or other sites managed by Bureau of Reclamation or others. Anytime you would have a federal agency acquiring real property in a county, they would be required to, to go ahead and divest themselves or, or dispose uh, of an equivalent value of lands. And so um, certainly would, uh, you know, have some impact on the ability of private landowners to decide how to manage their, their own property. And, and it could also reduce property values because uh, if you have fewer buyers on the market, you're gonna have uh, reduced property values. And so uh, a number of different impacts that this one would have, but at the end of the day, this is one that would be encouraging the sale and the privatization of public lands. And so that's a, a big concern for us here at the Idaho Conservation League. Public lands are really one of the key things that, that make Idaho special and, and something we've consistently heard from, from our members as well as from Idahoans of all. All stripes is that uh, we don't want to see no trespassing signs go up. We don't want to see access to public lands lost, and, and it's a real concern. And so uh, that one is, again, uh, working its way through the Senate now. It's going to be over in the Senate Resources Committee and likely will be up for a hearing uh, sometime next week and will be voted on uh, if it passes out of committee uh, sometime over the next couple weeks in the legislature. And you can keep track of that status on our website or on, through our Facebook or other social media platforms. Mm -hmm. Yep. We've got all these bills and others up on our bill tracker, uh, which provides the status and a link to the actual legislation and, and provides our position from the Idaho Conservation League. And that is at idahoconservation.org slash bill tracker. 
Thank you. And... And the last one that I wanted to talk about was uh, House Joint Memorial Number 8. That one is one that relates to wilderness study areas in the state of Idaho. Basically, uh, when the Wilderness Act passed back in 1964, um, the, uh, the, the BLM went through a process to identify which areas could potentially be suitable for wilderness. And Idaho is actually ha has a great uh, track record relative to uh, working through at the local level with local interests to, to resolve some questions around which areas should be designated wilderness and which areas should be released. Um, what this memorial would do is it would again be calling on Congress to pass legislation that would release all wilderness study areas that had been identified and not recommended for wilderness by the BLM way back in, in 1991. Um, and so um, the concern with this one is that really uh, local collaborative efforts that bring together stakeholders, whether it's ranchers and county commissioners, uh, timber interests or other resource development interests, conservation and wildlife interests, as well as uh, lo other local interests come together to, to try to resolve issues and to determine which areas are best suited as, as uh, wilderness and protected for, for future generations uh, in their current state, and which areas should be released to multiple use management where you can have um, other, other types of activities there that maybe are inconsistent with wilderness. And so this one is really kind of an end run, we feel, uh, because we've been making a lot of progress and, and since 2009, uh, with the Oahe initiative and the bill that passed there, as well as the Boulder White Clouds uh, bill uh, that passed a couple years ago. Um, those both uh, released wilderness study areas uh, into general BLM management. And in fact, that's the only thing that has ever resulted in release of these wilderness study areas is working together with local interests, trying to find common ground with, with interested stakeholders. And so this one would really undermine the progress and the success that those collaborative efforts have been having across the state. Uh, and in fact, Idaho is, is uh, you know, leaps and bounds ahead of many other states. I think we've addressed more than 40% of the uh, areas that were included as potential wilderness study areas back in 1991. And so we have a great track record here in the state of, of working through those collaboratively to identify uh, which should be protected and which should be released. And so this one really undermines that. And, uh, and we're hoping that this one will, uh, will receive some opposition in the Senate uh, like it did in the House um, and, uh, and, and hopefully be stopped in the Senate. Um, but again, that one will be before the Senate Resources Committee here. And then uh, if it passes out of that committee, would be on the Senate floor for consideration. Okay, so those House Joint Memorials, they can take action the same way through the IdahoConservation.org slash take action. Yep. And you can reach out to your senators and your representatives and let them know that you oppose these bills and memorials that you want to see our public lands be protected. So, uh, you know, we, we try to make it as easy as possible uh, through our website uh, for you to identify what the issues are and, and how to contact your, your uh, policymakers and your representatives in the legislature. Uh, and so encourage folks to check that out either through our bill tracker uh, or, uh, as Allie mentioned, the, the Take Action page. Uh, and you can find information on, on these bills and others that we're keeping a close eye on. Perfect. Thank you so much, Jonathan. Thank you for taking time out of your busy legislative day. Absolutely. Happy to do it. Yeah. Until next time.
really appreciate Ali taking on that episode and uh, and giving you guys a bonus episode. Yay, bonus! Yay, bonus episode! I'm going to do that every time I say bonus yeah. episode. Yeah, <laughs> um, As always, these episodes are normal episodes, these bonus episodes. Yay, bonus! <laughs> um, now it's a thing. Now it's a thing. Uh, these are made possible by our members, so thank you guys so much. Um, your your support and your membership make these episodes possible. And uh, as always, if you like the Wild Idaho podcast, we'd love to hear from you. You can feel free to reach out and email me or Austin with ideas about content you want to hear about or thoughts or feedback. Um, if you want to share our podcast, we would deeply appreciate it or review us on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Uh, love to hear from you guys. Thank you so much for your support and thank you so much for continuing to listen. All right. We'll see you guys next time.